strength It's the sword of power Sword of power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super Gohan had just woken up from a nap, and it was already time to record his big podcast. Did he get out of freaking Dreamtown to do a podcast on Ballin' Out Super? Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Ballin' Out Super. Super. Super, super, super. 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 I'm your host, Katie Rosalie. I'm with me, as always, my faithful friend, Alex Patak. Hey, everybody. I've finally seen the Despacito music video. Sube! Mazel tov. And uh, Despacito music video aficionado, Lawson Leong. Oh, man. Just ask me so many questions about it. I have so many answers. All that the answers. pointing dance they do. How yeah. did they come up with that? <laughs> well, I mean, I have. If you go to my website, I have a five thousand word despositofacts.org. <laughs> Most of it's pretty free form, except the pointing part, which is very choreographed. Dot com was taken, Katie. It's not my fault. Okay. <laughs> no, you're you're an organization. You're an organi- it's not for profit. To raise awareness of Despacito. We're educational. Okay, we're here for the. Education's down in this country, and I'm here to raise it, all right? <laughs> it's down here, and it's down in Puerto Rico. And that's what we're this podcast is about. Boricua. Boricua. What's that? Well, first of all, what the fuck is up? Ooh. <laughs> what the fuck is up? That's my question. Up, it's uh, not been good <laughs> for me. Lockdown. <laughs> So sorry, Katie. So sorry. Well, let's, just, let's recap. I got strep. I got stress in all my relationships. I'm living, I'm basically homeless. I'm living at my boyfriend's house because my landlord shot up our hallway and <laughs> I 2020 wrecked my finances. I took a job to fix my finances, got out of debt, but barely fixed my credit score. And then I got a text message the night before New Year's Eve that I have been let go and have no money. So I was here to save money so I could move. But now I'm going back into debt because I have lost the job. Did you get severance or any kind of Trump bucks as payment? No. From the emails I've been reading, it's been my belief that if hard times befall you, a patriot who is on the email list that maybe there's some kind of, I don't know, um, relief on the way. Uh, I don't know if you've heard anything to that effect. Uh, what did no. they say in the text? Tell us about this text. It said, I'm really sorry to do this, but could you not come into work for a few weeks? We'll let you know. And I was like, all right, I'll be filing for unemployment. I'm like, pretty sure you just wanted to fire me, but that's okay. <laughs> like, 
I oh. mean, no, they were they were having money troubles, I guess, but they uh, didn't let on how bad. So that's yeah. a very common thing. Did I ever tell you about that restaurant I worked in that didn't have soap the whole summer? Oh my god, that's horrifying! Wait, they were like, what? we don't want people to know because we're a fancy restaurant that we're not doing so good. So what we'll do is save money on soap, like anywhere, like like the have... dishes. You don't gotta soap those if you blast them hard enough. So we have that's... Really... <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> and you were always in the, over by the dishwasher, like, why does this smell so weird? It's like it looks clean, but it's and it's so hot. <laughs> but it you is not. It, it smells bad. You ran through 200 degree water for like six hours. <laughs> oh my God. That's horrifying. Use soap. I don't know how else to say how, this to people. How expensive is soap? Like, I mean, well, not... it adds up. It adds up a lot. Yeah, Lawson. I guess for all the dishes. I, I, but like. All the dishes? You're throwing away money on soap. I, just, I feel like that's an expense you can't like just hand If you could get me in touch with your ex employer, I have some tips for them. And that's. Number one is you can't cut soap. Yeah, I that just, didn't work. It's just like extra fuck you that they did it over text message after I have like left for the day. Or, yeah, that's really shitty. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty. <laughs> was it yeah. the one in Florida who fired you succession style? No, it was. He sent son. a pigeon off. Is that? I yeah. So I'm not good. I'm like very bad actually. So let's not talk about what's up with me. Let's okay. talk about you guys. <laughs> it's just you said so many interesting things in a row, but uh, I, yeah, we can we can explore those some my, other time. My possibly. struggles my struggles are almost as uh, bad as Katie's as I recently watched The Matrix 4 and found it to be middling. Yeah, that was really <laughs> hard. Which you know, so we're both going through some shit, you know. <laughs> It's really uh no, I mean has anyone seen I guess seen the Matrix? Before? I've already recorded a yeah, recorded I've rec- I've I took a nap. I recorded a full podcast on the About Matrix it? last week. <laughs> okay, never mind then. I'm but, sure uh, Anders but, had a lot to say. Everyone yeah, did. Everyone yeah. did because it was a hot movie of the winter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm what is yeah. your other podcast about? Alex, because I don't know if I understand anymore. <laughs> hey, it's about taking the rules and throwing those out the window. Okay. Yeah, That's what like, the fuck is up over there. I used there. to think it was political, but since you've told me you've done a podcast about, like, the Wizard of Oz or whatever, like, I <laughs> yeah. don't know if I understand That one was Anders, and Anders was like, the Wizard of Oz is political in 1890 or whatever, and then... That didn't really come up much while, during the episode, so I guess it's just like if Anders has a thought, we have to do an episode about it. But this one was my idea, so that that's that's on me. Much like video <laughs> games, I'm tired of all these politics in my Wizard of Oz. You know, just I'm tired of, of all these. Fu- I, when <laughs> when do we leave the silver standard alone? Exactly. <laughs> God. But I mean, I will. So, are you guys a movie podcast now? Because <laughs> we just did one episode because it was a slow news week, and a ton of movies came out where we just talked about movies instead. Including The Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah, but oh, yeah. not <laughs> The Witcher, since we talked about here that here behind the paywall last week, mm, and it's sort yeah. of symbiosis of content coverage, mm-hmm, which is yeah. what it's all about. It's all about that, baby. Cover so all your. Cover your Matrix thoughts. 
Well, I mean, here, my problem is, I so the, the original Matrix is like my favorite movie. And yes, I did see it in the theater as a 10-year-old. However, <laughs> I've rewatched it like every five years since, and it's still my favorite movie. I love it still. And I really wanted to like four, uh, but uh, the thing, okay, you remember how like the original, they made those sequels after that first one? Yes. Oh boy, that, like, do weren't, I. They weren't, like, Where Neo was Jesus? Did you get it? Yeah. Did you get it? Did you the, guys notice that yeah. he's Jesus? Did you he's see the that? The really expands from there because that's when yeah. they get into the Nightmare Matrix and the Paradise Matrix and the <laughs> beginning of Werewolves. That's where yeah. all the good stuff comes out. Yeah, the mm. good stuff you might say. Mm. But I, so, like, you know, okay, I feel like this movie, while it was like not as good as the first one, but there's gonna be sequels to this one now. And the sequels to the first one weren't yeah. the best. And this movie wasn't a great starting point for more sequels, which I feel like is gonna happen. Because I, you yeah. think so? I mean, okay. I mean, spoilers, but like, Someone looks at the camera and goes like, "You gave us a second chance." Oh. <laughs> and so I feel like you don't say that when there's <laughs> the... no more movies coming. Yeah, there's yeah. um, I I haven't seen it yet, but everyone I know that's seen it, its general reaction to it, it was it was fine. It didn't need it was... to be made, but it, yes. it's fine. Yeah. Like, I, I recently though I did find out that apparently Lana Wachowski didn't actually really want to make it. Oh, <laughs> Warner Brothers are like, we're gonna make this movie with or without you, and so, so I have, she's like, I'd yeah, rather she... be involved than not involved. But <laughs> yeah, why are we doing this? That makes so, so much more sense. It does. Now. It does. It makes actually a lot of the movie make more sense if you know that. <laughs> it's also in the movie. Yeah, they do. I mean, yes, it is in the movie. The movie is like it's painfully self-aware, though. It actually hurt me. How My much main complaint was that the movie didn't hate itself more. Mm, I, I think yeah. if it was just like the whole a big movie, middle finger to the camera <laughs> the entire time, that would be right. pretty memorable in a way that this isn't really. But because only I did a third enjoy the movie, it. does yeah. that? <laughs> I enjoyed yeah. the first third of the movie. That was my verdict. Yeah, the first third is where it just gives the middle finger to the idea of this movie. And then but then it just goes and becomes like a, a face value movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which is when it sucked. <laughs> Let me tell you yeah. what I didn't enjoy, Lawson. And that's my mm. diagnosis with deadly GERD. A disease where acid shoots into your throat from your tum tum because you had too many hoagies all the goddamn time your whole life. And now uh, you're oh, you full of acid. You got GERD? Why you I'm stricken with GERD. That's like pretty painful, I hear. In 2022, I am more than just my GERD. But I'm looking back on it. I'm thinking of other times I got really sick. Remember when I had adult um, asthma? Or we thought perhaps whooping cough? Yeah, but I just want to put a pin on that. There's no such thing as adult asthma. It's just asthma. You don't like grow out of asthma, dude. There's a <laughs> like, lot of questions on the table I've there. Had, I've had asthma my whole life. It doesn't just like go away. It's not yeah. like when you get like that weird baby rash that you can only get when you're a baby. And that's why I thought it was so strange. But then I was assured it was uh, that I didn't get my 
a vaccine for whooping cough renewed. And so uh, they brought back a season of whooping cough that babies usually get. But instead, I had it as a big baby whooping all the time, my throat closing and whooping. But now that the GERD is back, I'm beginning to think the whole thing was just GERD. Because every one of my painful attacks I would have, like right after eating a big slice of pizza or like four cups of coffee because I thought I had asthma and I read that you're supposed to have coffee. Well, <laughs> and then when I you... would like throw up and choke. <laughs> well, you're supposed to have coffee if you don't have an inhaler. It's not like <laughs> a treatment. Yeah. And these are the kind <laughs> of ghetto secrets I was learning when I thought it was adult asthma. When really, I have a hoagie disease that I got from having... 20 successful years of 40 ounces of freedom and big-ass sandwiches. Do you know what helps with acid reflux and GERD is not drinking? Oh, my God. The morality police is back. Even though (laughs) Gohan and I just had a nap, and we don't want (laughs) to hear about that. Because naps are really dangerous for us with our GERD, and you have to sit all the way up now. There's no time for morality when you're taking naps. I'm not trying to moralize. I'm just saying. Man. You know what the thing you is, drink- though? I'm is not it's telling a you new not year. Th- I'm just saying your tum-tum will thank you. I am more than just my GERD. And <laughs> I'm going to transcend, and it's not a problem. So my what the fuck is up is everything's going really well. Hell yeah, <laughs> Don't be defined by it. It that, sounds like know, I like the Matrix slightly better than Lawson, so I'd say I'm even slightly better than Lawson right now. That's, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's, fair. that's a fair point. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris is great, though. He was great. Uh, He's a type. He's a real type. Yeah, he was, he was terrific. It's kind of weird because you're seeing him and you're like, like, for the rest of my life, I'm going to be like, this is how I met your mother to me. <laughs> this guy is visiting from how I met your mother. I do I do feel like every time I watch him that I always think that he's Neil Patrick Harris and not whatever character he's supposed right, to be. Right, <laughs> yeah, like I can't really see him as an actor. And I'm like, oh, yeah. it's pop culture's own Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He bounces off the screen. He's, mm. He goes Looney Tunes mode on it. He's kind of like when you put Goku in a movie. Have <clears throat> mm. you noticed that Goku? I heard, <laughs> I heard more movies. Both Lawrence Fishburne and uh, Yui Boeing or whatever that guy's name was both didn't return to the Matrix. It was making me think there was some real fuck you moments across the board. Who's Yui Boeing? Oh, uh, what the you, fuck you, is his name? The guy who plays. Him? Thank you. I'll Lord of the Rings. I knew yeah. it was somebody I knew, but I had to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah, Lawrence Fishburne and Elrond uh, did not return. <laughs> But uh, the replacements certainly were there. Do you know Rim Jam? <laughs> I mean, Jeremy? <laughs> One of my good friends. Rim Jam Thunder? <laughs> Rim Jam Thunder. Rim Jam Lightning. Rim Jam Lightning. Yeah. yeah. He's a good, good guy. <laughs> um, Love that guy. So it seems like everything's going really well for everybody in the chat, and it's going really well for Gohan over at his new high school. <laughs> Not what I would take away from the okay. I can't wait to talk about that soon, but it is unfortunately too early. On the plus side, although we do not have any updates from former President Donald Trump, really, because they were just oh. this week and not that funny, we did receive a record three <laughs> entries for Marble Aid Watch. No. 
I'd like to thank everyone for writing in. Wow. It's like I'm already having a bad time. And it's as if the fans of this podcast don't appreciate the like almost four years of my life that I've given to it at this point. Do you feel like sometimes the words fail you to describe how you're feeling? When people send in these emails, because in the Marmalade Watch segment, we discover new and exciting words and maybe they're where they come from along the way. So we'll just do one of those really quick. Yeah, but yeah save the others, put them in the tank. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for helping this segment grow. It's a new year. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for helping. <laughs> Marmalade Watch, play I the music. Thank you enough. Here I am. Thanking you for being a friend. Because I've been up that road and back again. R.I.P. Betty. Laughing yeah. at us from hell. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, we forgot to do an R.I.P. Betty segment. R.I.P. Betty. Betty White. Gone too soon. She was 100 years old. Well, Rippy actually, dubs. the funniest part about it is she wasn't 100 years old, but everyone started at like there was all this press coverage about her 100th birthday party happening. Like, oh, can't wait for Betty's 100th birthday party. Like there was like a whole People magazine cover. It's like, never mind. She died. <laughs> that is pretty morbid. Although I will say, yeah. like, I'd say the day after your 88th birthday, you're 100 to me. Every year from then on. Whenever anybody asks how old you are, I'm like, fucking 100. Alex likes to round so up. So many. He rounds up. I know a vampire is usually the next thing I say. <laughs> but yeah, you, you weren't a vampire because you're dead now, Betty White. And our hearts go out to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, our okay. personal friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week's Marmalade Watch uh, from listener of the pod, Robin, and she sent in, hey, baller, ballerinos and ballerinos, I and ballerinas, I think you should do the word urchin for Marmalade Watch. It means two whole different animals and a turn for filthy orphans. And it's real weird that it means that too, urchin. Okay, so we're going to look it up. This is slight spoilers if I read the email, but I'm, I'm going to do it anyway. There's two animals? Am I... <laughs> yeah, I Maybe think there's only one, one sea urchin. You'll I'm, see I'm thrown that. here. Okay. <clears throat> it shows what you know about the word urchin. It does it does show. It does show that, yeah. yeah. And I've never been more embarrassed. <laughs> Merriam-Webster.com defines the word urchin as a noun, archaic, a, hed- archaic, a hedgehog of the first sense. What? So a hedgehog is a kind of urchin. There's a there's a there's a hedgehog urchin. I I guess Can people I, used to call. Or I think urchins? it's because the urchin the looks spikes? like a hedgehog, and then it has like a weird archaic spelling in common. Oh, okay. This is like how is it, like a sloth bear, but like it's a bear, yeah. not a sloth. Yeah. Do you think it's because <laughs> like when you get a street orphan who's covered in soot from industrial uh, Manchester or what have you, or Birmingham? that uh, they kind of have a cloak pulled up over their shoulders, not unlike a hedgehog. I thought it was because that's what the gruel was made out of, that they were eating. The like, what? The, the gruel? The gruel the was gruel? made out of urchins? A hedgehog yeah. urchin, specifically. Okay, well, the, here's the second entry. It's uh, <laughs> a mischievous and often poor, raggedly clothed youngster is street urchins. Yeah. And then there's also sea urchins. 
which we all know sea urchins. Sea urchins, yes. of course, uh, they could be all kinds of it says a echinoderm, so I don't want to go on about echinoderms here because I feel like that's another podcast. That's a rabbit hole and a half. That we're gonna be talking about echinoderms till the fucking Dragon Ball GT if this keeps up. God, please. <laughs> uh, Are we gonna have to rewatch GT? Don't make me fucking do that. Haven't I been through enough? <laughs> that's what you'll do. You'll rewatch it to get your oob payoff. <laughs> My oob. <laughs> oh yeah my precious oob to get my oob <sighs> back <laughs> god damn it I forgot but, about oob <laughs> men, men only want one again. thing and it's disgusting Ooh. it's oob <laughs> it's oob to be the top guy <laughs> this is interesting though I, under the synonyms for urchin it has devil <clears throat> hellion <clears throat> imp what? Mischief, monkey, these can't well, cause all be seen. Because like street urchins are supposed to be like like mischievous. Like oh. Oliver Twist and his gang of like of, an imp. of mm. orphans that would pickpocket people. Those are urchins. So they you can also be like sick. <laughs> yeah. Stay out of people's pockets. Yeah, get some parents, you fucking... Yeah, <laughs> it's funny too. If you're not grinding, but not in that way, in my pockets, in a different way, then you don't have your mind on money, money mindset. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's about in the new year. I can't have coffee because of my GERD. <laughs> <laughs> my brain's slightly oh. soupy today. Don't don't let it define you though, Alex. Don't but let it, it define will you. never define me. <laughs> It'll never define you. <laughs> you're not oh defined by the coffee you're not drinking. You're not like coffee. <laughs> it will never be coffee defined by. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sending that in, Robin. It's great to learn about all the different kinds of urchins. There are big takeaways: hedgehogs are urchins, and that's probably <laughs> going to come up in Dragon Ball soon. Mm. Yeah, gigantic definitely. takeaway. Big takeaway. Sonic um, the Urchin. <laughs> Sonic the Urchin Hog. Is there anything there to explore? Mm. No. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. You know what, Katie? For I, say, <laughs> I say no, and please stop. There's no you know, yes and. <laughs> they tell you about the first rule, improper. but they don't tell you about the fourth rule, which is sometimes say no. <laughs> sometimes just say no, and that's racist. <laughs> Boundaries are important. <laughs> I would like to be the person, like, politically correct checking the Sonic the Hedgehog live movie. You know what I'm talking about? Just no. keeping everybody in line <laughs> no, with which hedgehogs are, are are out of date. Oh, oh. Uh, like, he's out. <laughs> what do you mean out of date? Like, they're, Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. understand. Don't you think the <laughs> character of Knuckles is a little bit bigoted in his own way due to the way that he, he's got spikes on his knuckles? He's an echidna. He's not a hedgehog. You yeah. fucking racist. Right. So what are they trying to? <laughs> so what are they trying to say about that? That's my question. That echi- all echidnas have spiked knuckles. You saying is that the? That's what echidnas. First of all, I don't know what an echidna is, <laughs> and it's been years. I've, I think all I've wanted a, to know is what that is. It's another spiky guy. Kind of looks like um, an armadillo. I think an echidna is like one of the only mammals that lays eggs. Yeah. What? I think that's yeah. true. That doesn't come through in the character at all. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't write well, the Well, that's thing. why Don't Knuckles is out. so cranky, because he's full of eggs. 
What Juvie does is find diamonds, usually, in my experience. <laughs> and wear a little cowboy hat. Uh, there's actually a deleted scene from the movie where Sonic says, you're always full of eggs. Knuckles <laughs> <laughs> is sort of a glass cannon character because he can really deal it out, but if you hit him, his eggs break. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. what Shadow's counting on. Well, that was a good point. And with that said, I think we've spent enough time here to move into the ball and now it's super advertising segment. Well, it's time for the advertising segment. And Alex has asked me to read this, which is concerning. Uh, I saw that you did not have an ad for a few past episodes, so I'm writing with another ad. And they go, these are for pregnancy erotica, available on Amazon Nook or Smashwords, all written by Not-A-Bot. Not-A-Bot is back. Yeah, spelled by, uh, as an N-O-T-A-B-O-T. So, some titles include... Um, okay, so this is a description. Some titles include, such as, uh, a pregnant prostitute finds herself the target of a political conspiracy in Night Moves. That sounds um, thrilling. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of intrigue in there because just being a pregnant uh, provider in general, I feel like has a lot of like ups and downs and and questions. And then on top of that, she's part of a they. I don't know what this person is. I don't know what are part of a political conspiracy. Uh, another one's uh, a housewife with twins on the way. Oh, that means they're extra pregnant. Makes porn on the side, but when her husband leaves her, she delves deeper into her desires and fantasies and coming out. What are those darker desires and fantasies for this extremely pregnant woman? <laughs> I don't even know. I hope Nixon doesn't come knocking. And of, uh, the third one that they, they want to advertise with us is a man unknowingly impregnates his wife's identical triplet sisters God and, damn. and now and now all, of them. now all three of them want him but he can't tell them apart and seeing triple man that is the story of a really stupid man <laughs> that could be the, the headlines that could why they want the him so bad he's clearly a fucking imbecile this is like, you know, in the Bible, these uh, daughters uh, get their dad drunk and then take his seed. And I think it's kind of like that. No, it's not like that. I'm just saying, like, I get playing a sexy mind game where you're like, we're identical twins. Let's all get impregnated by this man. So we have uh, all our kids are related, but also we'll play impish games on him. But af after that, I don't want him. You put them yeah. in the dumpster with the other things you're throwing out. Well, that's what you think, Katie, until you spend one night in heaven with Charles, the bountiful husband. Yeah, so please, if any of these titles, uh, or, or, and I'm assuming more, uh, look up Not A Bot as an N-O-T-A-B-O-T on all the places you get your filthy filth words, such as Amazon, uh, Nook, or Smashwords. Uh, thank you, not a bot, for your 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 beautiful uh, uh, filth. And I wish I wish a pregnant woman on you all. <laughs> a, a, a pregnant woman on you all. Yes. <laughs> all right, everyone, we did it. We did it. <laughs> we, we got to the part of the show 
After all of that stuff that just happened, where we recap Dragon Ball Z from 1999. There's no pregnancy here. Just uh, oh. teen hijinks. Well, yeah. uh, I guess there is implied pregnancy. That's what I was going to say. It sounds, <laughs> that makes it sound like there's pregnancy when you put it like that. Yeah, uh, there was a pregnancy in this episode. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. There's like a past pregnancy. A that past. We just kind of gloss over. Well, there, was, um, there was two past. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. When you consider yeah. that time is part of space, matter is rife with pregnancies. Oh, my God. I'm so pregnant with notes for this episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai, the final chapters, episode two. Oh, it's kicking. <laughs> it's, Why is it? <laughs> Why is it? All right. <laughs> Here I go. Ugh, oh, I know oh, what this episode is. I'm pushing it, it out. <laughs> Great Sandman is born. Boy, howdy. I forgot how fucking dumb problem were these episodes get. <laughs> it hurts me too. I'm an empath. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, I love baby Gohan's arc from wee baby to like 11 year old. So the character of Gohan, he's supposed to be super smart because his mom forced him to stay home and eat books. But um, I think he may have inherited Goku's uh, mental prowess. And by that, I mean lack thereof. Well, because Katie. there is some developmental behavioral issues in this that if I was a social worker at five star high, I'd be like, I think Gohan needs some like, I think he needs some special school. Intelligence is a spectrum, Katie. And what you're getting Mm. onto here is that Gohan is clearly coded autistic in many ways. I mean, Uh, he was homeschooled. He was homeschooled. Because I know very well socialized people on the spectrum. He he is very intelligent but seems to have the emotional IQ of a small child. <laughs> like, That's true. <laughs> I mean, Goku is his dad, so. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he he well, literally... Most of the learning, most of the learning you do at school is in meeting friends. It's in sharing crayons. It's in swapping stories and spit on the playground and it giving I mean, me a big joking, kiss. I mean, you're joking, but there is something to this. It's like, I mean, maybe you should that. have introduced Gohan to someone that wasn't a 35-year-old man who fights aliens. <laughs> like... all, of Go- all of Gohan's relationships since he was have been with, yes, world beating fighters <laughs> intergalactic yeah. sometimes and intergalactic the, in scope. the world that <laughs> we are in now it's implied that no one knows they exist yes even though like cell showed up and went on tv he's like hello i'm here to kill you all like even if everyone did buy this whole bullshit that hulk hogan saved the world they still know that cells are out there. So why not other flying people at this point? Their president's a dog. Like, the president's think, a goddamn dog. You know, and I hate to echo uh, my talking Nardo co- co-host, Benel, but I think the people in this world... I know you hate fucking, this. 
piece of shit that <laughs> no, Pinnell. No, he just do, do not platform Pinnell on this show. No, not, he's just such a dirty no, scoundrel. No, you no, you bring up the scoundrel Pinnell. <laughs> the creator of Dominican seven. Goku, the hit character. <laughs> Dominican Goku. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I, I, I meant... I, I, I hate to echo his uh, uh, negativity towards the human race, but um, I think everyone in Dragon Ball is fucking stupid. Yeah, they're yeah. mad dumb. All the people, like they're the whole mad populace dumb. of Earth. And that, yeah. we get into that. Okay, so we open up and uh, there's once again like three minutes of recap of the episode we just saw. Like, it'd be one thing... I get the five minute recap of like all DBZ because I know when these originally aired, there was like a big chunk of time between those two. But according to this last episode aired last week, that's not that long ago. I don't need a full recap of how, how go Han's dumbass like <laughs> fucked up baseball at school. You he know? flew on a cloud, etc. Anyway. But the yeah. thing is, they do this in Bleach in the later episodes, too. And this is just something you see sometimes where they're they're padding the paper. They're filling oh, yeah. time. They're double they're spacing like, the font. Anime yeah. is hard to, to make. Anime <laughs> is defined. <laughs> <laughs> Marmalade watch segment here on Dragon Ball Z. You also know, like, the people who did, like, this. Like did the animation for these episodes. They were not passionate about this part of Dragon Ball Z. No, nobody was. <laughs> these are the parts no one wanted. Like um, everyone wanted the cell arc. Nobody wanted so, this. Yeah, Gohan flies after school to Bulma's house because he's like, this golden shower warrior stuff uh, is cutting it too close. I need some advice on how I can stop bank robberies on the way to class without being recognized because this right. is like a problem I'm having which like once again like why is it a problem why is it why are you <laughs> doing that Especially like why is Gohan we find out later on that Videl's doing this like spoiler alert so like what's the diff there <laughs> Videl Videl right. has a private public partnership with the local police department yeah we, we're not Gohan. even there yet. Gohan just needs to go to school. No one has told him to fight crime in the city. He's just deciding yeah, to do that. He's compelled to because he's got Goku's genes in him. Telling him I know to he's fight supposed to truth. be. Yeah, but like they've lived in the woods for this long as like, like separatists. Like why, why do they care about that's, the going on? He's friends with the richest woman in the world. Just have just send her tank in or whatever like Tiananmen Square that shit like I just I don't know uh, he hasn't well, he hasn't solved any crimes in the woods well that's all I'm we, saying and, and as we find out later this episode he's not good at it uh anyway so he goes to Bulma's house he says his woes and she's like I'm Bulma I'm chain smoking here in my house because I cured lung cancer. I fucking love Bulma. <laughs> he shows up to bitch at Bulma. She clearly just fucked Vegeta because she's just sitting in her chain smoking. <laughs> Full Audrey Hepburn mode. I, I love her. And then she's yeah. like, yeah, I can make you a, a little outfit and you can keep it in a capsule. And he's like, great. Where's Trunks? The closest equivalent to an age appropriate friend I have. Can I play with your like, boy? It's fine. They're family friends. And she's like, he's uh, training in the gravity room with Vegeta. And so we find him. And Trunks is just a little 
innocent scamp at this point. He's very happy to see his friend Gohan and they're having a cute little conversation. And then Vegeta exits the room looking so fucking pissed off. So mad. (laughs) And then he clocks 16-year-old Gohan immediately and he's like, I see you haven't been trading, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. He's so rude about it. Yeah. They also, it has the, the air is so thick. The second he gets out of that time chamber where Gohan like straightens his back, he's like, oh, I'm sorry for coming to your house, sir. And he's like, you haven't done a push-up since 1996. <laughs> he calls him lazy. He yeah. does, which, I, I mean, you're not my dad. I have eight dads in this show. And, none <laughs> and of you them are not either. one of them. Yeah, you're barely a dad to your own son. I mean, they even established in the beginning when, in that conversation with Bulma that they're surprised he's in the house. <laughs> they should have added something. He just goes to that one heavy room. They really yeah. would have added to the show if they made Trunks call Vegeta Sarge. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, he doesn't get to call him dad. Yeah, he has to call Captain, him the captain. Or, or, like, yeah. or ki- like Prince Vegeta, you know? Was, watching this interaction, I was reminded of the fact that on uh, an early Dragon Ball Z, Vegeta beat the fuck out of Gohan multiple times. <laughs> and now he's like, they're having like pleasantries inside Bulma's house. Like, well, hi, sir. How are you? And because of this interaction <laughs> where like, once again, they're kind of surprised that Vegeta's even there. I'm I'm starting to realize that Bulma, like Vegeta was the best lay Bulma ever had. And Bulma's yeah. one of those capitalist, like megalomaniacs where she's not really so concerned with raising a child, but just having like a, a like a her genes in the world. So right. I'm investment. imagining like there's like a whole like Vegeta has like his own bedroom in the compound where he, he has a little like exit door where you can fly back and forth as this pleases. He, he, you know, fucking bangs Bulma out once a month and then he just trains and like beats up like people in space. You know, it's a very yeah. self-sufficient. That's why Trunks like goes to the future and like, you know, just immediately takes to fighting Terminator style because he's like, I don't know what love is. <laughs> yeah, you would never learn that way. But here's the thing that doesn't get covered in the show is that Bulma has two identical triplets and they have also been laid by Vegeta. What would that look like? <laughs> well, that would make more sense, though, because I feel like if Prince Vegeta really ever became King Vegeta Vegeta, he definitely mm. would have just like a harem, like brood, brood, yeah. brood, brooding situation where they would just be like, you just bring them ladies, you bang them out and send them back to the room. So we I have a, a trove of Bulmas. It wouldn't yes. be about it wouldn't be about Vegeta not knowing which one is that he wouldn't care. He wouldn't just care. Although I don't think he would like that much young competition. So maybe he wouldn't want to spread his seed that much. Mm. Something to think about. Something to think about. Let's give him something to think about. Well, you what know, about this, love? This interaction's gone great. Time to leave. Uh, Bulma's like, hey, all right, this is how it works. I gave you a cool calculator Casio watch. And when you press this red button, your costume comes on and he presses it and it turns him into the infamous Saiyan man. And at first, when Trunks sees the calculator watch, he's like, I'd like one of those. I'm like, yeah, Casio gold calculator watch. That's a classic. How much is tax on this apple? Every hype beast needs to have 
a classic Casio calculator watch. Then he sees the Sandman costume and how Gohan acts in it. And uh, Trunks remembers that Gohan, even at like six years old, he knows that Gohan has not doesn't have it going on. And he sees him dancing around his outfit, and he's like, "Never mind." I, uh, this I is in not... the show. He points at him and he goes, "He's never getting pussy." And it's like, what is this? This doesn't match up with any of the way the characters talk. Yeah. He, Trunk says the word strange a whole bunch. It's real <laughs> so, upsetting. Goes, so, okay. Uh, um, so, Gohan, as the he had the bull haircut in mm-hmm. early Dragon Ball Z. And he overcame that to become Super Saiyan 2 Gohan the Defeated Cell. This great Saiyan outfit, he could, cannot be overcome. <laughs> this, is, this is the end of the line of him as the top baby face. The pinnacle, baby. It's over for him. I just feel like after everything Gohan had been through, that his personality type would be a little more tough instead of whatever this is. Yeah, what is this? This is like if adult Goku decided to go to high school. You know what I mean? Like if adult Goku, I would expect this behavior, but it just doesn't match up with the character at all. So it really shows you when Toriyama like called up and he's like, I will take my money, but you will not be getting anything. Goodbye. Bye. Good luck. You will it's never not... change me. Yeah. Um, it's one thing it's... for Gohan to be like naive or whatever, but he's such a dweeb. Why is he such a dweeb? Like, I, it's just. It's and not they they it never show that... off how much fucking science he knows either. Exactly. Right. Yes. And like yeah. Chi Chi um, clearly like never let him watch TV or like read comic books, which is what this character is supposed to be imitating. He's supposed Wait, to be imitating yeah. like um, mm-hmm. a common writer or yeah. like uh, Henshin engaged. Yeah. Like Henshin <laughs> stuff. And yeah. like, and, and which is like baby shows. Um, right. So I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, but so here is he- my question generally. And I think this is an important lore question. What does Chi Chi fucking know? She's homeschooling Gohan. <laughs> I've never seen her know nothing about. Did she uh, go to I, school? I think she well, buys in the books or whatever. Yeah, she gets in the like online courses or whatever. They- <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when we meet her as a girl, she uh, has like a jumpsuit with a helmet with a razor blade on top, and that and is the- how she grew up. And, and I am having cape. a hard time believing that equivocates <laughs> to a schooling environment later. But she was rich. She was rich. Yeah. So like the Oxygen's I- daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So like there, there the was Oxygen. probably there was probably some sort of attempted learning. But uh, so. Uh, <laughs> Gohan is like, oh, well, now that I have this suit, I can fly all the way to school. So I'm going to race the Nimbus Cloud in my my suit. Okay. Uh, he races the cloud and the music plays and he makes it to Satan City so fast. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, so this is the okay, we'll get into this, but I the time frame of this episode makes no sense to me. So he races the Nimbus Cloud and he uh, makes it to Satan City so fast, and he notices a unsafe driver. He sees a car that's just weaving in and out. And so he lands, and he decides to stop the car, which is car 69. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's like a mm-hmm. race car. And these two uh, like rockabilly greasers get out, and they're like, who do you think you are? And oh boy, time for some gag manga shit. He's like, I don't know. 
who am I? I didn't really think about the branding on this top tier content. Hmm, let me think. I am the great saying man. And then they're like, that's fucking gay as shit. Right. And then he goes, don't make fun of me. And he breaks the sidewalk. So uncool. What was this entire segment? Bro, Gohan, I've never liked Gohan less than this is the this is the this is the the absolute shits. Like they have to pretend to respect him because he totals the he like puts their car in a ditch, but like he throws like a tantrum because they shit on his shitty name. Yeah, like and why is he even stopping cars? Now he's a traffic cop? That's a demotion from last episode. Well, and once again. So this proves that he's not even good at quote unquote fighting crime because he disturbs everything way more than these guys. These guys were just weaving through traffic. He blows up a piece of the road and like swings a car around completely stopping all like a total pile. It's crazy. I mean, there's a lot of people who drive like this in New York, and I always look at him and I think, if the great Saiyan man was here, you would have a tough time driving like this. But instead, there's not one. And usually it's fine. I bet they kill people like a lot of the time, but it's not really like a crime, really. It's just speed in in propriety. (laughs) I don't know. So then he goes home. And uh, Chi-Chi's like, you're like a literal child. I I can't deal with this. And then who comes in the room? It's Goten, who is a... Goten. (laughs) Oh. Goten. That's right. Chi-Chi only got one name. All right? She's like, I'm putting applause in here. Goten comes in waving a big fish. Uh, and he's like, look at me, I'm Goten, your younger brother, Goten. Uh, the spitting image of Goku, um, because we got one drawing. <laughs> Goten just, he just left the pilot for Hunter Hunter to show up here. <laughs> to be fair, Goten would do very well in Hunter Hunter. Get him out, get him out of this fucking show, Justice for Baby, because like, Goten's just a little guy. Get him out of there. Get him out of Hunter. He would do you want to so buy the more... toys when you I see them, like right away? I do have, I do have a tiny Goten and Trunks. They're like this big. They're, oh, they're, they're best they're, friends. They're, they're holding hands. It's good. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Gohan is tr- trying out various superhero mottos in the mirror, like a well-adjusted young man does. Um, he does his little Sailor Moon speech, and Goten loves his dumb shit. He's like, this is so cool. Yes, and, we and are the she- same age mentally. Yeah, and then Chi-Chi says, don't oversleep for the second day of school. And that's when I was like, wait, this has all been one day? Why is he going back and forth into Satan City so much then? It makes no fucking sense. No, it doesn't. For the sheer thrill of it. Oh, did we did this ha- did did he do the thing where he races the Nimbus Cloud home yet? That's yeah, a- but he well, it didn't make sense because he was at that's the thing. That's what and confused he raced, me. Yeah, he, he went to, to the city. He, he raced yeah. the Nimbus Cloud from Bulma's back into Satan City. Yeah, he said to and go. That- home but he actually went back to Satan City. It was I really think you fucking gotta, confusing. You got to look yeah. at it like a cricket field. It's intended to be looked upon like a cricket field where you start at the pole or 
the the London Tower, and you go from there what? to one side of the the far side of the cricket field. That's where. Alex, what, in what world Alex, have, have I ever cricket? watched cricket? <laughs> well, you go, it's just one long line. So that's the point. You have to flatten the experiences. He goes farther away. And then in order to go home, he has to go back through the city. And I think that's what's happening. And th- what's so important is he officially challenges the Nimbus Cloud to a race. The Nimbus Cloud accepts. Mm-hmm. And then we see by canon that Gohan is faster than the Nimbus Cloud. Yeah. Know? And so Nimbus also, Cloud could never outrace them. He also says at one point, oh, it's only going to take me 20 minutes to get to school. So I I can't do the math problem, but okay. So they said that it's f- how many miles away? Like 500. 600. He said, I thought it was 600. Oh, 600? 600, uh, it's 600 sure. miles away. So like, all right, I'm pulling out my calculator. <laughs> 600 divided by 20. He's going 30 miles an hour. 30, 30 miles an hour. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, now we know how fast the sand flies. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty fast. It's yeah. pretty fast. <laughs> uh, he lands on the roof of the school and he turns back to Gohan and then he goes. And he's taking notes in what seems to be a very advanced chemistry class. Like they're supposed to be in high school, but they're like in a college style schoolroom learning college level science. But also this was made in Japan and I am a product of the USA public school system. So what the fuck do I know? It's Girl. 30 miles a minute. It's not 30 miles an hour. Yeah, it's a big a difference. Okay. Yeah, I've been doing a... so much math out loud on podcasts and it is crippling me with anxiety. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's like 1800 miles. Yeah, an hour? I was like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's much way more, makes way yeah. more sense. 1800 miles an hour. How's he Thank breaking you. the sound barrier? 30 miles an hour. <laughs> Thank you guys. Yeah. I was like, 30 <laughs> miles an hour. That's not. That I'm glad sound. we all chose to just move like, on though. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that is weird. He's like, he's flying like a slow gazelle. <laughs> Like like a gazelle that got. Yeah, can't can't cheetahs go like ninety miles yeah, an they hour? Go, they go cheetahs go like seventy. Yeah, cheetahs go like okay. seventy-five. Yeah. Go Anyways. on, would not be able to catch a car. An antelope goes like forty. So, uh, Gohan's taking notes in class, which seems to make everyone really angry. Which I thought was funny. They're like, "Look at this nerd taking Ooh, notes." I'm making notes. And then these two guys in front of him is like, hey, Jeff, did you hear about the new superhero in town? Yeah, his outfit fucking sucks ass. And his name's like Mayo Man, which like actually did Got make him. me laugh. Got him. <laughs> Owned. But it was really sincere. He was like, yeah, his name's like Mayo Man. His name Man is Mayo Man. <laughs> and then Gohan, who's. He doesn't know when to take constructive criticism. Like, maybe think of a snappier name. Maybe no, he a gets second very name. You've only fucking... been out there for a day. He screams at them, like, actually, it's a really cool name for a cool guy right. <laughs> named Gohan. Uh, then Performing is so much. hard. They I are in so school. <laughs> they are 16 years old in school. And Videl gets a call on her Apple Watch from the <laughs> police that are like Fidel, some 80 style diehard terrorists have taken control of a bus of senior citizens what do we do and i'm like this seems like a pretty low level threat you like 
can't figure this one out. They're you like, should try a little bit before calling in high school girls. That's just one of my policies <laughs> was, I have. Literally it, three bus jackers. It was <laughs> like, and there was like 12 police officers there. It was, it was the total equivalent of like, we've tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. Like, <laughs> they call a 16-year-old girl and she's like, bye, teach, gotta go. And he's like, all right. And it's then like go impossible. on. Vidal has a pass. Videl's the protagonist of her own like action series in this, in this show. I I res- I like Videl the character. I would rather Same. if they were gonna do a high school drama, Toriyama should have just ended Dragon Ball Z and made a different TV show in which it's a high school drama about a girl who also fights crime using yeah. kung fu and Videl no Ball Z. Yeah. Anyway. Videl possible. Gohan's like, uh, what? She could just leave whenever. And they're like, no, she's like kind of a superhero because her dad's Mr. Satan and he saved the world from Cell. And Gohan's like, oh no. I remember. (laughs) Actually, Mr. Satan didn't do anything. It was me. And he says out loud, which Alex said yesterday, and we're all thinking, he goes, she's just running into a gunfight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he hasn't killed her yet. The police have her on speed dial. They don't even go not, in. <laughs> she literally, she's not okay. Like I, I like Riddle's character because she realizes that her dad is Hulk Hogan, full of shit, and she actually wants to be strong. And I think that's really cool. And the fact that she wants to push herself, or whatever. Yeah. But to be clear, she is not at all bulletproof. She is not. No, literally... she's, she's just like really good at judo, which like yeah. awesome. Yeah. But that's not gonna stop a bullet. So Gohan's like, oh fuck. So he he runs, and then the teacher's like, well, where are you going? He's like, I gotta pee, which actually I do relate to. That is right. usually me. That happens no in high school him. a lot. <laughs> And he then just, he yeah. runs onto the roof, puts his little same man outfit, and he flies. And he's like, "Oh, I don't know where this bus is." I'm like, "Stop making jokes, Gohan! Fuck, Go where's find my the bus, like Gohan. self-serious show about this life girl is gonna be shot in the head." Uh, <laughs> this is the Not problem with all, This is yeah. This is what I so I what, what I think people appreciate about Goku's whole arc or whatever is he was always improving and getting better. And the stakes raised or whatever. But Gohan resetting like this after beating Cell is just so disheartening. <laughs> because this, it's like, like he became, I, like you said, a traffic cop after beating Cell. This is not how you progress. It's not a good I, use of his time. I genuinely appreciate like a silly arc sometimes, like in a serious show. But yeah, there's something so deeply offensive about what they do to Gohan <laughs> like and I remember this but it's been decades since I've yeah. watched this arc and it's physically hurting my feelings like I <laughs> like like I feel like someone's being mean to me while <laughs> watching them write Gohan like this I'm like why yeah. are you doing this to yeah. Gohan our hero <laughs> <laughs> he was the chosen one this is like when Trump killed that Iranian general and they were like, you have no heroes in America, but here in Iran, we had Gohan and mm. you ruined him. I, I, I can't. I'm having trouble following this, this one, Alex. I want to support you, but I don't know what you're saying. Does everybody remember when Trump killed the Iranian general? We all thought we were going to war with Iran. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that, that was. Okay, yeah, that was... yes. All right. 
That was like, like Gohan. their Gohan. He's <laughs> yes. Gohan in this scenario. So the one thing I do appreciate about Dragon Ball is their commitment to showing cops for what they are useless. They literally cut to the cops and are like, all right, we gave you all the money you want. Please let the senior citizens go. And they go, no. And no, they, we're fucked up. <laughs> go fuck yourselves. They, uh, they drive. <laughs> Oh, the bus away, plowing into all the cop cards and all the senior citizens on the bus, they're having a great time. They're like, oh, "Oh, boy, howdy. This is better than Disneyland. A bunch of hams uh, on there. They're taking pictures of their kidnappers. The kidnappers Uh, stop and pose for a picture. I love that. That was was cute. Except that was their first mistake is kidnapping a bus full of senior citizens. They don't got anything to live for. They don't care if they live or die. They they live through Hiroshima, bitch. They're fine. Right. They've yeah. lived through the cell games. They're here. <laughs> I live through the cell games. These guys these guys saw King, Demon King Piccolo. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they are. The cops, they're like, oh, thank God, a 16-year-old girl, please come save us. Videl rolls up in a helicopter. Where'd she get it? It's pretty uh, fly. She's She's uh, and they're like sticking their head out the window with like a Tommy gun, like, ah, I'll get you. I was wondering whether this is her helicopter or the police like lend Videl a helicopter. I think she's like Batman, like, she just has like Hercule just gives her helicopters we, or whatever. It's implied <laughs> that Hercule is pretty rich, yeah. So they um, named the whole town after him, so yeah. <laughs> He's like rich enough. The way I she know. uses this helicopter is she flies around the bus. They're shooting at her with a machine gun with the bus. She dodges all the bullets, then leaps out of it, leaving it to go wherever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happens, We're never but... established what happens to I the helicopter. Given that no one is flying it, I think we can presume. <laughs> There's now a flying <laughs> missile going through the streets of Satan well, City. You know. <laughs> I will say this, uh, uh, the sequence of events as we get into it also shows that while Videl's a really adept fighter, like planning is not her strong suit. Like executive mm. function maybe isn't all there. Um, because like she's a 16 year old girl also yeah. like, trying, to, trying to do all this shit. So Gohan yeah. is catching up and he sees that Videl's already made it to the roof of the bus. Go Videl. And then she swings in and she uh, kicks the window in um and she just starts beating the shit out of the terrorists which like legitimately it was pretty cute like she just beats the shit out of them and then she's saying like yeah 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 and yeah there's like smoke and she's then she's them yeah. yeah she just immediately kicks their ass which once again like cool for videl why are they even police if they can't manage to like throw a punch one, of these, bus, one of these bus jackers has a mask over his whole face and is wearing a duck hat. Yeah, but <laughs> he's the guy the police puppies. can't handle. But <laughs> once again, he's the only guy who seems dressed to be a terrorist. The other guys are just like out in the open. This is just my face. Faces, full Here's faces my driver's on, license. Yeah. They couldn't yeah. decide what kind of gang they are. That guy went with bank robbing. The big guy driving the bus was doing like Joker makeup. And then the other guy was Hans Gruber. Like they couldn't yeah. decide. I just love the idea that guy like goes to his hat, like collector's just like, all right. Today's the bus jacking. He sees the duck hats. He's like, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> I choose <laughs> violence. The old folks clap for Videl. They love Videl. She's the shining light of Satan City. They take her mm-hmm. picture. She's so cute. Oh, wait. Yeah. Who's driving the bus? Who's driving they, the bus? Oh, it's Videl. Videl. 
they drive <laughs> off a cliff immediately. Amateur moment. Like, yeah. wouldn't they have noticed immediately that no one's driving? No, the bus falls. And it was very funny to me because usually where there's like a who's driving moment, they stop right before the cliff. No, they just go. Whoop. No, they just fly <laughs> off the cliff. And actually, she would have been directly responsible for the deaths of like 70 senior citizens in Satan City. Yeah. And herself, she would be dead. And that yeah. would be kind of sad if the show was like, That'd hey, everyone, we want to have a lot of fun this season, but moment of <laughs> silence for Videl. <laughs> Go on in high school. And the next episode, Videl falls to her death. I <laughs> loved her and she's dead. <laughs> It's the first time we ever see people mourning because we're so used to like alien deaths that we're not used to like the long drawn out Shinto funerals of the the normal folks. Yeah, the rest of the show is just Hercule like trying to live on after the death of a child. Yeah, (laughs) that's yeah, that would be a better Majin Buu arc because that's why he becomes attached to him because he's like, you're my baby now. I'm fucking (laughs) fucked up, Buu. Gohan. He they say you're the, the monster, bus. but I'm the monster. <laughs> he catches the bus. Gohan catches the bus. He puts Got the it. bus down. Uh, he's still in his costume, and Videl is like, "Who are you?" And he does his Sailor Moon speech again, where he's like, "I am the I'm the Saiyan man. I'm for justice." And he does his henchin poses, which ends with kind of a Captain Ginyu butt grab type deal. It's an Vidal- M. He makes an M on his head. Yeah, which I think and- is for man. Say is the M man. for man? I'm the say a man. And uh man. You, man. You know, Are you a say a man or a say a man? Videl Videl does that thing where like you think you're attracted to someone and then they start talking about like their opinions on <laughs> fucking film or something, and you're like, oh, the walls are closing up and the gates are shut. The dam has been sealed. Mm. Okay, well, nice meeting you. Saying man, is it? Okay, well, thanks for picking up the bus. That was cool. Maybe don't talk next time. And uh yeah, he takes off and he's like, I'll leave the rest to you, Videl. And she's like, How do you know my name? Oh, fuck. And the announcer's like, Isn't this fun? Isn't this what you want from Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> Guess what? More of the same next week. Eat your slop, pigs. <laughs> do you like my, this? Uh, my favorite this is fun. <laughs> My favorite thing the announcer said this episode was when Goten just shows up and there was like, this is Goten. I He's forgot. the spinning image of Goku. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm watching the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have to tell me that. I'm watching this. But he, he, looks does, the same. he does say the important thing where he's like, he was conceived somewhere around the Cell games. We're not. Many of you are asking, <laughs> when was Goten fertilized? <laughs> Between hyperbolic time chamber <laughs> and Goku being like, "Hey, fuck you, Gohan and your mom, I'm out, peace." But, but right before Goku <laughs> fought Broly, he busted so hard it was crazy. Yeah, somewhere around the Broly arc, yeah. So, it was, yeah. it was some seven, scary movie three shit. Out of seven Dragon Balls, right in review, Alex Pitak. Wow, Katie, thanks for having me. What an episode. Um, I don't really like it, but I like Fidel. I liked her helicopter moves. I, I really like the more I see this, I'm like, why is it they're just a Videl show? 
that right has more Videl actually. And but I know like, last week, last week I said that she's frowning and why doesn't she smile more? And that was sexist of me. And that was 2021, Alex. And I'm we're leaving him in the past with his gird. And that's why this episode. Like- she was like needlessly just upset that episode, but now I know <laughs> yeah. it's because she's literally the only person <laughs> doing. If I law. was twenty twenty one, Alex. If I was twenty twenty one, Alex, I might even call her an ice queen, but not now. Now I respect <laughs> her, and I give this episode two Dragon Balls. I mean, yeah, Videl's definitely the best part. I love when she like. The the she, when she kicked through the glass on the bus, I was really like, oh, this is like, I was really feeling the Shang Chi energy. Yeah, like, yeah, fuck these dudes up. Uh, and I do like Videl, um, and especially early Videl. Uh, the rest of this sucked. Gohan's ruined. It's fucking over. And I, the problem is, like, <laughs> because I know they're never gonna actually fix him. Like now that I'm watching this happen, I'm watching the story that's on with him unfold. It just makes me sad. Uh, one Dragon Ball. Uh, I would have gone zero except for Videl. So I'm That's gonna go a very one. low score. <laughs> I am also giving it one Dragon Ball. The one Dragon Ball, yeah, is for when Videl gets the fight. Everything else, I'm like, why are we here? And and the, and also for uh, Bulma smoking. I did like mm-hmm. Bulma okay, smoking, yeah. full on smoking a cigarette. Yeah. But uh, everything else, I'm just like, wow. I, yeah, this episode hurt my feelings. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why are you it, shitting on the thing I liked? Like, why? Like, <laughs> why? I've done nothing I... but support your characters. <laughs> <laughs> why are you doing this to me? I thought we were, I thought we were friends. <laughs> it's rude. I watched him headbutt Raditz as a four-year-old. <laughs> yeah. You remember <laughs> when we went to the fucking, what the fuck was it? The dead zone and we fucked up everybody? Was that for mm. naught? It was <laughs> like, for- you can't give a four-year-old that much brain trauma and then later expect him to be really cool, I guess, is the lesson. Because he gets hit mm-hmm. in the head a lot. He does get yeah. hit a lot, yeah. <sighs> well, yeah. hey, Alex. Yeah? Do we have an email? You bet your ass! It's time for Dragon Give some of that Dragon This week's email is entitled Rise and Grind. Let's go. Arf, arf, arf. It's money, money to y'all. This email is from listener Bennett Christensen, all-time email MVP. Bennett says, what's up, ballers? Hello. Hello. Awesome. What's up, fam? What's up, fam? Okay. <laughs> I just started reading Berserk, and it got me thinking about training arcs. Ooh. What's your favorite training arc in anime or manga? And or what's a training arc that you've gone through in your life? Squee, squee, Bennett. That's hard. I That's mean, congratulations question. on reading Berserk, the greatest manga oh, yeah. that will never be finished. And yes, I cried and <laughs> cried and cried when Mura died. So yeah. <laughs> it made me so sad that Real it'll shame. never be done. And then this motherfucker, one of my partners, is like a One Piece guy. And he was like, won't happen to me. I'm like, you just wait, bitch. He's going to fucking <laughs> choke on a potato and you'll never know. <laughs> you'll never that, Katie. know. Katie, don't say that. I'm also I'm a One Piece guy. I'm the guy. witch don't, of the woods. Do not do mock my berserk morning and I will curse your fucking <laughs> pirates. I'm trying to think of a way where that's a training arc, but it's not really. <laughs> <laughs> One Piece fans couldn't be me. 
Couldn't be me. Oda, Oda will never die. Um, I'm gonna I find mean, your ass, Oda. I'm gonna shake you. <laughs> Favorite training arc in anime. I really yeah. like the early. I mean, I know it's new, so maybe there's recency bias. I really like the first season, Demon Slayer. It oh. is really good because I he mean... really he's like dog shit in the beginning. <laughs> like he can't do anything but like headbutt and smell things. Like yeah, like, <laughs> give him the Toucan Sam arc. Yeah, and then he has to he fights a rock for like four episodes. It's also it's like, like you're really, really invested, and I usually don't like the like really earnest characters, but like the way that they write him, he's like actually really likable. Because like yeah. usually that kind of character is like really fucking annoying to me, but he's never too goody goody. You're like, yeah, your whole family got brutally murdered. Let's go slice that rug. Is is yeah. Deku like a step too far for you, Katie? He's like very. I well, my problem <laughs> is I loved Deku at first because I really loved like when they show him as a little kid and like how he had yeah. no powers, and I just think like the most recent shit really diluted all of that because it's like completely Fair. like that show has gone off the rails. And I, <laughs> I loved my hero, man. I have a bunch of figures and shit, and now these later seasons, I'm like, what the fuck is this show about? But anyway. Um, training <clears throat> it's hard like this is a hard question for me because like I feel like I'm on the spot and I'm like going blank right now and now like in Wait, two hours can I jump in then while you think yeah so train arc personally I would say when I was a kid well I was a teenager and I spent the whole summer just like hitting baseballs <laughs> because I don't know if anyone knew this. I, when I was a teenager, I didn't want to be a comedian. Uh, I wanted to be a major league baseball player. I wanted to be Yamcha. And, I knew uh, that about you. I yeah, win. I did talk about the yeah, Alex. So yeah, and I spent like a whole summer. And then when the season started, I spent the first like twenty games. I bad like five hundred. It was like wild. God I was like damn. dialed in. You ever like athletes talk about flow? That was like the only time in my life I was actually in an athlete's flow. <laughs> You had that flow. It was an accident, actually. Training actually worked. But then I was like, you know what? I don't like this game. My knees hurt. I want to tell jokes. So, mm. uh, <laughs> Yeah, I have yeah. no discipline. That's why my ass is so fat. Like, I don't... <laughs> I just, like, I don't I don't train. I, I get frustrated, and I give up, and I quit, and I try something else. <laughs> like, if I'm not good at something in the first 20 minutes, I'm like, no, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't waste your time. In late 2021, I was diagnosed with GERD. <laughs> and I have worked every day to moderate my symptoms or just eat all the stuff I was gonna eat anyway, and then have a bunch of drinks on New Year's, even if it makes me really sick after. Mm-hmm. And yep. I think the proof is in the pudding. That's a really great great training montage. I oh, yeah. also have to say that my like pervert mind immediately went like like anal training. Is that what I'm talking <laughs> it's about? Not immediate. <laughs> I think your favorite training montage is anal training. You should have said that for your choice. Oh yeah. First came to mind. <laughs> Katie's giving a thumbs up and co-signing <laughs> yeah, anal training as her yeah. favorite anime montage. No, I'm just joking. Um, I don't know. I can't think of it. I'll. Uh, I like it when they get good at the thing and then they win. <laughs> wow, we well, thank you for writing in, Kristen uh, Bennett Christensen. Thank you for writing in, Kristen. I love you, Benenson? 
Kristen, I love you. I, was I thinking, who's the one who plays uh, Anakin Skywalker? Aiden Christensen. Uh, Aiden yeah. Christensen. Well, that wouldn't have been correct either then. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying anymore. I haven't had any coffee today. He's Be sure to subscribe behind the paywall for the episode where I've had some coffee today. Damn the costs! He's not defined by his girds. <laughs> I oh, would not be defined by my girds. Oh. Plug a plug a choo choo! Everyone, get on the train! All right, I'm getting in. Uh, man, there's a lot of things in this train. For example, wow, is this a cafe podcast. car? <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm in too many podcasts. Uh, the Talking Naruto podcast. Also, your drunk DM. Oh, wherever podcasts are found. Also, I GM a live play uh D D game every Tuesday night on my YouTube channel in Start RPG Animus. Mm, Please subscribe, check it out. It's fun. I play with a lot of fun folks. And uh, Brooklyn Battle Comedy. We're on IWTV. Watch our series. Okay, that's it. Thank you. <laughs> Alex Patak. Well, Katie, I have a big announcement coming next week, but for now, my lips are sealed. Until then, you can follow me on twitter.com slash Kitchen, your one-stop source for exciting new flavors. You'll have to keep your eyes glued there to see what's coming out. Go glue your eyes there. You can find me on my favorite platform, twitter.com, at, at Katie Rose. I don't have a job. My Venmo is at Team KRL. That's T E A M KRL. Uh, if you have, but a she job, does not have the Twitter for Team KRL, so I do not tweet it. Though. I accidentally <laughs> tagged them, and they're like some not-for-profit with like a hundred followers. It's very funny, uh, and uh, which it's like my business name. It's my LLC, so I know they don't have that registered because I do. So like, I don't. I don't know. Um, and uh, uh, give me a job. Uh, I really want to actually have a home. <laughs> Speaking of which, subscribe to our Patreon if you like Yu-Gi-Oh! and emotional games and games of all sorts at patreon.com slash BOS pod for just $5 a month. You get in the game. And uh, that's it for us this week. See you next week. Super! Ball and super. Super duper.